This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by TextHelp Systems, provider of award-winning literacy solutions, including Read and Write Gold and Fluency Tutor. For more information, go to www.texthelp.com. That's www.texthelp.com. Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode number 72, recorded on March 26, 2011. I've been pondering the use of video lately, so I thought I'd do a podcast episode detailing some of the tried-and-true strategies regarding the use of video. But I also wanted to explore an idea that's been percolating in the back of my brain about the use of video during an assistive technology evaluation. This episode features AT Tips 191 through 193, which all revolve around the use of video. It's no secret that I love video. I've said it before in previous episodes, and I'm sure to mention it again in future episodes. Growing up, I was a movie buff, and to this very day, I enjoy the art of filmmaking. When I watch a movie, I enjoy it on many different levels, attempting to enjoy the story while also deconstructing and appreciating the process of how it was made. You know how you watch a DVD, and there are all those special features about how the movie was created? Yeah, I'm the guy they make those for. I love that stuff. Because of my love for movies, I've gravitated toward using this strategy in my professional work. In college, despite working in a movie theater, my movie production time was limited. However, I did edit a lot of video together for different projects. For instance, I used clips of the show The Simpsons to illustrate the different ways to describe language, such as semantics, morphology, and pragmatics. Excellent! When I started to work as a speech therapist at an elementary school, digital video was just starting to emerge. We had digital cameras that could shoot a short video clip, but it was limited to less than 30 seconds, I think. Also, we didn't have any video editing software that I knew of. Therefore, I stuck with what I knew, which was making videos on a VHS tape. One of the projects that I did with video was to invite students who had different language goals to script and then act out plays. Working with the students, we'd verbally come up with characters in a short story, or sometimes we use a book we've read as a model. Then we'd script out what each person was going to say. Then we'd film it, which of course meant I had to wear a baseball hat backwards to school that day. I mean, every cameraman has a baseball hat on backwards, right? <laughs> Absolutely, positively. <laughs> Let's call AT Tip 191 making videos from scripts. Another way students used video was to become reporters, where we'd script out questions for other students and teachers. Then, we'd tape the interview with the student asking questions and the teacher's responses. In fact, my beautiful wife, before she was my wife, was one of the teachers that participated in one of the interviews. Let's call students interviewing adults using video as AT Tip 192. Another way we used video was as video modeling with students in order to create a right way, wrong way video. Students in the K through 5 autism program were learning appropriate ways to interact in different social situations. The students participated in an activity where we record them acting appropriately and then record them acting inappropriately. We probably had 10 different scenarios that we scripted and uh, then we filmed them with the students. Uh, the students had a lot of fun making those videos. Then we gave all the students right way signs and wrong way signs, which I have up on the blog, attipscast.wordpress.com. 
and the students would watch the video with the signs. After we watched a clip, they would hold up the appropriate sign to indicate if what they just saw was the right way or the wrong way to act. Back then, it was hard to do because we had to record all of this on VHS tape. Today, you can do that really easily with just about any digital camera. Let's call right way wrong way videos ATTIP193. Those are all some ways to use videos with students. If you've checked out the ATTIPSCAST YouTube channel or any of the videos I've helped create over at lcps.org AT, you know that I think digital video can be used as an instructional tool for other educators as well. But there's another use for digital video beyond use with students and beyond professional development. During the assistive technology evaluation, I like to whip out my digital camera and snap a photo to include within the report. I find digital photos embedded within assistive technology reports help to provide a visual representation which helps the reader understand what I saw during the observation. Also, digital photos save me a bit of writing. Rather than describing a tool or a writing sample or a position or some sort of classroom arrangement or whatever, I can simply snap a picture of it and then refer the reader to that image. But that's digital pictures. What about the use of digital video, or even audio for that matter, within reports? As the prevalence of ebooks continues to rise, and as society starts to incorporate and adopt e-reading technologies, has it become feasible to start to include digital video in assistive technology evaluation reports? Let's examine the pros and cons of the following scenario. Let's say I'm in a class doing an evaluation. I'm witnessing an educator working with a student, and the exchanges are happening so fast that I'm having trouble keeping up in my notes. So I bail on my notes and whip out my camera and I record the exchange with video. Later on, when I'm recording the report, I could watch the video as many times as necessary to document what happened during the exchange. But that takes time, precious time, that I don't have. Plus, the reader would only be provided with my interpretation of the exchange. What if, instead, I did exactly what I do with a digital picture in a report? What if I embed the video, either with a hyperlink or actually embed it so it plays right in the file, like within a PDF? Then I could simply refer to the video in the body of my text. Likewise, audio recordings could be used in much the same way. If I was recording the audio of a teacher or student interview, I can embed that audio into my text to be played by the reader. This would eliminate any questions about what was said or what happened during parts of the evaluation. I think I'd have some guidelines, like keeping videos short just to document difficult-to-describe exchanges. If a video is too long, I think the point trying to be made might be lost. By keeping it short, you can illustrate a point you are trying to make. So, for instance, I might include a video of a student accessing a switch that we've tried, uh, showing the student's arm movement to activate the switch. A short video of the student hitting a switch might better illustrate how the student actually activated the switch than any description I might try to write for that action. A principle to live by is that the shorter the video is, the more likely it is that your audience is going to watch it. The shorter the video, the better. The barrier to providing a non-paper-based version of an assistive technology report would be that not everyone has the technology or the technology competencies to watch a video that is embedded in the file. I could envision people saying, I couldn't get that video to play, or the video was all choppy, or the audio wouldn't play with my video, and so on. That's the big con in my mind, but it seems like there might be ways around that, like providing time at school to have parents experience the evaluation. Maybe parents could come to the school and use the school's technology to experience the evaluation, or maybe an e-reader could be sent home with a student, just temporarily, for the parents to experience the report. 
Note here that I'm saying experience, not read, because the report becomes something more than just text to be read. To me, this seems like the next step in evaluations and for all educational reports. Paper-based textbooks are beginning to go the way of the dodo. Schools, and the educators within, are beginning to recognize the benefits of having a digital version of the textbook that has embedded audio, video, and interactive manipulatives. Wouldn't it make sense for AT evaluations, OT evaluations, speech-language evaluations, and other educational evaluations to follow suit? I'd love to hear how you're using digital video with students, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on using digital video in educational evaluations. Drop me a line at attipscast at gmail.com to let me know what you think, or even better, share your thoughts by leaving a comment on the blog, attipscast.wordpress.com. Also, the AT Tips Cast has won another award. <laughs> the AT Tips Cast was awarded the Busy Educator Award from thebusyeducator.com. I was completely honored when I received the email informing me that the AT Tips Cast had received the award and that it would be grouped together with all the other great winning sites. I have a link to the Busy Educator website on the blog so you can check it out, and you can check out all the other websites that won the award as well. Until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, may all your strategies be supportive, and may all your digital videos be short. Keep the videos short, people! <laughs>